0: KKSE-FM HD1 Broomfield. Your Colorado Avalanche. Your Denver Nuggets. Your Denver
1: Sports Talk on On FM. FM. Altitude Sports Radio. 92.5 bit. We got a lot to get to on the show today. Glad you are with us on Crystal Clear FM, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. If you want to get in today on the now heating and air text line, you know the number 30933. That's 30933. That will get you on and we will give you a text line question of the day coming up here in just a few minutes. We will talk Broncos today on the program. Our Broncos insider from ESPN, Jeff Legwald, will be our guest and he'll help us decipher Just how the Broncos can knock off the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday. I know that sounds kind of funky. The Rams, one of the best teams, if not the best team in football. They've got the number one offense in all of the land, and hopefully Leggy's going to be able to break it down with us and for us, and we'll get after that coming up here in just about an hour and a half. Before that, we're going to talk our own Denver Broncos football reaction from what was said yesterday, getting ready for today. And, of course, the comments of Chris Harris Jr. again talking about Bradley Roby, and he's got to look himself in the mirror. We will get to all of that here today on the show. We will also talk some avalanche hockey. Connor McGay, he is sitting next to me in the booth getting his notes ready, and I'm sure we'll check in with him before the program is done and find out how the Abs are going to get their first win of the season on the road and hopefully come home 3-1 and one for Calgary on Saturday night. Stay tuned for that. We'll talk a little Buffaloes football. You heard Mike McIntyre on earlier with Scott and Julie. The Buffs have an opportunity to move to 6-0. and oh. They're already number 19 in the country. This is a big deal. And uh, it's one of those things where the Trojans aren't necessarily having an up year. And it would set up really well before the Buffs take on Washington. I have no grand delusions that the Buffs are going to win the Pac-12. But... They put themselves, if you can get bowl eligible in week six, I think that's a pretty dang good thing. So we'll get to some of that today on the program. And I'm sure we'll talk a little hoops as the Nuggets are less than a week away from opening up the NBA's regular season. Back at the studio, of course, to my left is Mark Burton. What's up, Bert? Hi, Mosier. Yeah, so enthusiastic as always. To I'm the right fired. is Josh Dover. Hey, Dove, what's up?
2: Hey, we got to talk buckets because the uh, saga continues for Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Jimmy is, is taking yeah, wh- the wolves down.
1: I, I was talking to Connor about that earlier today. This whole it's I mean, so people, it's awesome. people are freaking out about Jimmy Butler in Minnesota. Apparently he lost his mind, and he he who did he tell? He told the owner, "You can't bleeping blank the bleep." Is that what yeah. it was with the yeah. GM? Right? He, he told the GM,
0: right? The GM,
2: you oh, need lady. him on that wall,
0: right? You need me on that wall. You <laughs> want me on that wall? Yeah, no, Jimmy Butler, he has no chill, and I'm here for it.
1: Yes. <laughs> All he's trying to do is get traded. And that for, for Nuggets fans, that's great. Get Minnesota being a worse team. Right, exactly. You I mean, what? he's he's probably the most hated guy in Minnesota right now, right? Yeah, I would love – I mean, the Denver
0: Nuggets would have made the playoffs last season if Jimmy Butler wasn't a Minnesota Timberwolves. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, that, Jimmy Butler is, has – there's been a couple of games that Butler has won – for the opposing team against the Denver Nuggets. So there's nothing but good news to see him out of the division. Say like, peace out,
1: man. Well, he's not out yet, so right. uh, maybe we'll talk some of that. Back behind the glass, of course, is Mark Springer. Hello, Spring. How you doing today?
0: I'm not a big Jimmy Butler guy, but I do think it is the most baller thing ever when you can take <laughs> the third-string unit and beat the ones. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. awesome. And tell him about it the whole time. Just just letting them know, like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take these scrubs. It's going to be me mm-hmm. and four no-names and we're going to roll you up. Me, and- <laughs> my
2: rec league team, and Jimmy Buckets could have put it on Wiggins and Cat the other day.
1: <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll do some of that as the program continues on. Dover, I, I we do not have any more Field of Screams, do we or do we not?
2: That is wrong. We do. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Field of Screams is still available. Only,
1: me and Do, no,
0: no, no, no. It was me and Spring. We're just watching. There was a there was an incident at a haunting house where Uh-oh. somebody got stabbed stabbed by a real knife. What? Yeah. What they the employee thought it was a fake knife. You know.
1: You know. So they were just in a real knife just stabby stab. So,
2: so none of this happens at the haunted field of screams, <laughs> but that's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's, it's somewhere back like in Connecticut, man. We're not worried about that. We're worried about our own thing. And this is actually really awesome. You can go check it out. The haunted field of screams is Colorado's largest scream park where terror grows fresh every year. Sounds awesome. (laughs) It sounds scary. (laughs) Anyway, it's all new Scream Park for 2018. Four contrasting interactive haunt experiences will prey on an individual's innermost fears. It's backing the famously haunted Riverdale Road in Thornton, Colorado. We may talk. Guys, as we get closer to Halloween, maybe we'll talk a little ghosts. I don't think today's that day, though.
0: Not no. like
2: ghost stories, you mean? Well, that's yeah. because
0: Mosier has video proof, and I've seen it of of ghosts in his house, his current but,
2: house. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I don't know if it's proof, but uh, you know, maybe I can share. Should, maybe I should share that online sometime around Halloween. Is it? Yeah. Does,
2: does the ghost like? It's probably a female voice saying stuff like, "You're an idiot." <laughs> and <stuff like> that.
1: <laughs> He'll never get the house. Uh, you know. uh, so so we'll, we'll get to some of that, uh, maybe towards Halloween. But uh, were, Dover, you're the one that told me that, that Riverdale Road is haunted, though.
2: Yeah, that is true. When, we were, uh, when I was a kid up in North shout out to the Norsemen, um, it was something where you would you know, maybe go late at night and look for scary things to happen. There's also a place up there called Top of the World where you, know, you may be inclined to take your lady. Oh, jeez. What I'm just telling you—that's what
1: happened. It would seem to me if you're in high school, and you go someplace dark to look for a scary thing to happen, something scary is going to happen.
2: <laughs> yeah, or you just fist fight one of your
1: buddies. Right, exactly. <laughs> Say, but you want to, you want to throw it down a little bit? Is <laughs> what is Javale McGee here? I, I, maybe I don't didn't realize JaVale that. McGee! <laughs> All right, so uh, we got a lot to get to on the show today. Did you guys happen to see? Uh, by the way, Springer, you're also going to check it out, right? We had to rub out your check it out yesterday. We had too much to get to. We will check whoa, it out whoa. today. Whoa, whoa. Well, you know, come on, you guys. You know what I mean, Springer? Well, we had to proper uh, English, man. Springer, Don't... we had we had to take you off the docket yesterday. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, w- w- which is fine because there was a lot to talk about uh, down at Dove Valley. Comments made by Chris Harris. He's in love with Wade Phillips. Still, I think we all are. Uh, but if you want to, yeah, I was going to say that. Springer.
1: Who is? Who isn't? I mean, if there's a line to be in love with Wade Phillips, it'd be ten miles long. Right? Did just, you guys it'd just be like twenty offensive
0: coordinators on one side <laughs> and two million people on the other side? <laughs>
1: exactly right, including all of his former players. <laughs> Did you guys read Mark Kisler's column today in the Denver Post?
0: I read every I, inch of it. Right, Tell Bert about it, post, though. So break it down for me.
1: Uh, he was basically talking about the, the decision of John Elway not to retain the services of Wade Phillips is mm-hmm. one of the major faux pas of his yeah. tenure as an executive with the Denver Broncos and maybe one of the worst Bronco decisions of all time.
0: That's a bold statement. Yeah, no, of all maybe time. right up there
1: with Dan <laughs> Reeves deciding to draft Tommy Maddox. I mean, it might we we might be talking that kind of territory now. Tommy right?
2: Maddox won, yeah. an XFL championship. Show yeah, some
1: respect, and he
0: and then he came back to the league, man. Yeah. Yeah, he played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right, like that decision isn't as... The Tommy Maddox decision isn't as bad as the Paxton Lynch decision.
2: I would agree with that. At least Tommy could play a little.
0: Unless Paxton goes to the new XFL... Tears up for ten oh, years there, it's a and redemption. then rolls into the rolls back into the NFL at like age thirty two. Like
1: bring it, chumps! <laughs> you know, I never thought of that. Paxton Lynch will actually have two options coming up. Yeah, the
2: AAF or whatever it is
1: that 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 other football league that's run by those other dudes and the <laughs> XFL run by that one wrestling dude, right? Heck yeah. So there's going to be two other football leagues besides the NFL that he could go play for. Yep. I mean, Kurt. Listen, Kurt Warner played in the Arena League, right. which no, no, no. I think is still around.
0: Yes, yes, the arena still and no, no crush, but the arena league is still around doing that thing, kept catching catching passes over the boards, yeah, and those little hockey players just smashing around.
2: I'm there for that. I like to see it's like a dude getting thrown over the boards. Via- there's
0: going to be somebody if if they actually get this new XFL up and running. There's going to be a couple of guys from that league that show out and the NFL, just like just like we saw with Philip Lindsay, where everybody pass. There's going to be a couple of guys in the XFL who do some things, and NFL execs are like, "Whoa, man." We need to give that dude a
1: call. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's an opportunity. And there were guys, listen, he hate me, made it to the National Football League. (laughs) I mean, he he made the transition. I don't want to sit here and talk XFL football, but, Bert, (laughs) you may be right. There may be an opportunity for Paxton Lynch yet. I mean, he's got a little dough in his pocket. He's been bouncing around, trying out for teams. Nobody has yet signed him But there may be a chance in the future, you know, a year or two down the road, I would look to NFL training camp 2019. All right, listen, you heard yesterday from Chris Harris talking about Wade Phillips, and Harris has also come out talking about his opposite corner and part of his, quote, no-fly zone in Bradley Roby. And I'm not even sure I'm comfortable saying no-fly zone anymore. Harris said it's still the no-fly zone, but they're not – you can call it the no-fly zone, but they're not behaving – like the no-fly right. zone, was they're plenty not playing. Of right, right. There's, there's been plenty of flying uh, in the no-fly zone, right? <laughs> so he's he's talking about Bradley Roby. He said, uh, "I I told him to look in the mirror and ask yourself, how bad do you really want it? How bad do you want to be a very good corner in this league?" And I guess we'll find out coming up on Sunday because here comes Jared Goff and company. But this is to me, guys, this is going to say an awful lot about Bradley Roby. As a football player, how does he respond? How does he react to what went down last yeah. weekend? He was left on an island, and it hurt him as Robbie Williams ran mm-hmm. by him in a big-time way. And did you hear the comment of Williams, too? He said, I had to look around to see if he was even yeah. there because I thought he was off the field. Well, I mean, that hurts. That hurts. I mean, that, that's, that's a stinging comment from a wideout who beat you deep and beat you hardcore not once but twice. So, it's all going to be up to Bradley Roby, and we'll find out how he responds to all this adversity he's facing this week. I mean, he's been torched in the media. Obviously, he's been torched amongst the fans. And are Joe Woods and Vance Joseph doing what Wade Phillips at one time did for Chris Harris Jr.? And that's pick him up and say, "Hey, man, we got you. We're going to put you in a position to succeed."
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Rob- well, because if you, I don't care what you're doing. If you're a DB in the NFL. You just have to have overwhelming confidence in yourself, like almost a self-delusional confidence in yourself because – I mean, you're going to get you're gonna get burned. You're going to get torched a couple times. And it's going to lead to the other team winning games because you're going to get burned for touchdowns. So you almost have to be it's like, you know qu-
1: what?
2: That quarterback mentality.
0: Yeah, yeah, like I'm Bradley. I don't care. I'm
1: not listening to this noise. Yeah, and I like what he said also. Leg- Legwald today talked about it. He said, quote, last game, obviously, I did not have a good game. I didn't perform well. I sucked, actually. <laughs> I just have to win my battles and not let the team down. Wasn't my day Sunday, and everyone knows that. I'll be better for sure. And I like that comment from Bradley Roby. I like his mentality. Now it's okay. You got to go get it done against Jared Goff and company. So we'll get to more of that when we continue on. Also, when we come back from break, we'll throw out the text question of the day and give you an opportunity to win tickets to the haunted field of screams. Take a, a friend, take your gal, take whomever, take your uh, your guy, whatever it may be. Have a great time up there, and we'll tell you how to get in when we come back. It's Mark Mosier's show live here at the rink in Buffalo. Abs and Sabres coming up with the pregame action at 435. It'll all be right here on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5.
0: Elevated to FM. You're listening to Mark Mosier on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5.
1: It's Mark Mosier's show, live here in Buffalo, New York, at the rink. Abs and Sabres coming up a little bit later on today. 4.35 with the pregame show right here on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Bird Tag and Connor McGee, he have it all for you all. Switch over to the TV side and be with Peter McNabb on Altitude yeah. TV at 4.30. Are you already in
0: makeup or do you put that on later? Like, do you wake up and put it on or you put it on right before the game? What's your preference on that?
1: I roll out of bed looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I, gotta, I, I put it on before I go on.
2: Who's doing your makeup? LG's in Denver.
1: Right. LG was doing it up till... Tell me Kyle
0: ain't doing your makeup, oh, brother. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> uh, if you give me a chance to answer the question, I'll explain it all to you <laughs> if you really do care about my makeup preferences. I, uh, I do it all myself. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, we had a little instruction back at the old Altitude TV studios from um, a co- couple of uh, women who are pros. And uh, and now I know what to do to myself to make myself look somewhat decent. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, we'll see tonight, I guess.
1: Right. I'll be the judge I, of that, man. Should I tell you guys that I wear it on my off days, too, or should I not tell you that? No. We, we see Oh. Oh, day. okay. Oh, man. You can't you tell when I walk in the studio yeah. on radio that I got? Yeah, it. man. Listen, wear what you want to wear.
2: I don't know where Connor <laughs> McGehee is either, by the way, but he's tweeting a photo of a payphone and asking if he should call into that Radio Mosier show.
0: <laughs> oh, really? I can't believe yeah. he found an actual payphone.
1: I didn't think those things existed anymore. Uh, it's here in the press box in Buffalo.
2: Oh, so They have, right a, pay phone the they have a payphone in the press
1: box? They have a payphone in the press box here in Buffalo, that, yes. you got to be hard up for some money. <laughs> an actual payphone. <laughs> yeah. where...
0: Please deposit <laughs> 10 cents, you, please.
1: Why? Yes. why do they have a
0: payphone in the press I box? I don't know.
1: Yes, I'd like to call Collect to, uh, <laughs> to Bemidji, Minnesota, please. Yeah, uh, will you accept the charges? Uh, They got one here in the press box. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. (laughs) I'll tell you what, when I I, I get done with the show, I'll find out who's in charge of the press box and why the payphone is here.
2: (laughs) How much does it cost now? It can't be a quarter, everything's more expensive. $1.25 $1.25 oh, to make a Dude, 10-minute I, phone I, call?
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works anymore. I haven't touched a payphone in 20 years, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the program. Yeah, we have Legwald coming on today from 2.30 until 3 o'clock, our Broncos insider from ESPN. Jeff is pretty smart guy, and we've got him for a full half hour on the show today. And, uh, again, we'll get into what he's written about the Broncos. Uh, I read Kisla's column early this morning. I got up about 6 a.m. Buffalo time and I was reading it, a lot of it is a lot of what we said yesterday on the show about the departure of Wade Phillips, and so it got me to thinking a little bit, guys. I'm going to give you some raw stats. About Wade coming up here in just a second. But it got me to thinking this. So I want to throw it out on the Now Heating and Air text line at 30933. That's 30933. If you want to get in and try to get these tickets to the Haunted Field of Screams up in Thornton, have a great time up there with your Halloween uh, experience and all that kind of thing. We're glad that they're aboard with us, giving you people the opportunity to go have some fun. But if you want to get in, 30933 is the number, and it goes like this. Now, you can get in about anything. But it got me to thinking, you guys wish Wade Phillips was back being the D coordinator of the Denver Broncos? Yes,
2: yes, I do. Dove that would be nice. Yes, that would be very nice.
1: Springer, I don't know how you feel about it because you're kind of wishy-washy on the whole Broncos coaching staff anyway. Well, I
0: do still want to hashtag give Vance a chance. A chance. Uh, chain it with me, everybody. But I would love to have Wade Phillips back, yeah.
1: <laughs> it got me to thinking, if you could go back in time, just, just even right now, whether this person is still with us uh, as a human being or passed on or floating about with another team, it doesn't matter. If you could go back and bring a coach back in to Denver to one of your teams or your college team, I mean, would you want to go? Is there a Buff fan out there who says, you know what? I wish Rick Neuheisel could come back and coach the Buffs. Is there any Buff fan who thinks that? <laughs> I know McIntyre's got him 5-0, oh, hopefully about to go 6-0. Oh, but but you know, that kind of thing. I tell you what, there are probably a boatload of CSU Ram fans who would take Sonny Lubick back right now.
2: Heck yeah, they yeah. would. Yeah. How
1: about Doug I would Moe? T- I would take Sonny Lubick back right now. How about Doug Moe? How about... Bob Hartley.
2: I would love to see Doug Moe back just to simply berate us in the right. media. I would just – Like, Doug doesn't <laughs> even have
0: to coach. Like, Coach Malone, keep on keeping on. I want Doug Moe, though, to do all the interviews. Yeah. Just, yes, so, yes, yes.
1: just so he can be going off on the sideline. All right, so get in 30933. Now, think about this now. 30933 doesn't have to be a head coach. Could be an assistant coach. Could be a college coach. It could be whatever. But if you could bring a coach back that you liked, and maybe even some, some people – that we haven't thought an awful lot about, right? I mean, maybe it's say uh, I want Monty Kiffin back up north. I mean, think about this: if you could bring a coach back, and maybe we'll even expand it beyond Denver, Colorado. Josh maybe, McDaniel. Maybe, oh god! Oh, yikes! No, we're not doing that. We're not. We're not going. We're not going for. <laughs> I don't even Josh think McDaniels.
2: he would make it from the airport to Dove Valley. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably not. Somebody would recognize him. No, but, but if you could bring somebody back, who would it be? 30933. That's 30933 on the Now Heating and Air text line. And you tell us. Because, again, it's, it's on the table. It's right in front of you because Wade Phillips is coming into town with the Rams this weekend. And let me give you a little bit of, of what's going on with Wade Phillips. Last season... The Los Angeles Rams in total defense were twenty. Excuse me, twentieth. They were nineteenth in the National Football League, nineteenth overall. And uh, again, he, you know, the first year on the job, he's trying to get these guys, you know, up to speed and so on and so forth. And you look back on on the Los Angeles Rams in total defense back to the, you know, back to the, the 2016 season, hiring Wade Phillips. Was you know was it important to do? Yeah, but I mean the Rams were, were were not bad before that, but they were 19th last year. Now they're currently in the top 10 in the NFL in total team D right now. So my question to you guys is, when you look at it and you say, all right, hey, or actually uh, the other way around, is it a big deal that Wade Phillips is coming in here with that team trying to knock the Broncos down? He's a guy that gets results, is he not? He yes, no, he
0: gets definitely results. gets
2: results. Okay. And, and so wants that, his players to—
1: That's what I'm looking at.
2: He wants his team right. to lay it all in line right. for him, and it they're might, willing to do so. Right,
0: and with Wade, what Wade does, like like Wade might not even want to come in and smash his former team, but his players want to do that for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, his players play for— like, There's just something— There's just some guys who are just made to coach.
2: Yeah, and you don't think Aqib Tlaib— a, you know, broken ankle, boot, and everything is not in the locker room with that defensive unit going, hey, we're going back to get the Broncos for Wade. We're going back to do this for Wade.
1: I'm just kind of bummed out that we're not seeing, you know, to Tlaib on the Broncos wideouts and seeing that kind of battle. That would have been crazy, guys, Yeah. These are guys who saw each other, you know, every day in practice, but certainly every training camp. And, you know, things uh, could get a little bit testy for sure, and they all wanted to beat each other on both sides of the ball. And it's too bad because I think having to Tlaib – at one corner spot for the Rams, I think that would have would have helped the Denver Broncos' wideouts. I mean, outside of Cortland Sutton, who didn't play against the keep to lead, but I think when you're talking about Sanders and D.T., I think it would be even extra motivation for them because they know all his moves, too. Well, clearly he's out with injury, but... We'll find out, I guess, coming up on Sunday uh, exactly what the Broncos have in store. One thing I I do think, when you look back at the last two games for the Rams, they're both wins. They beat the Vikings 38-31 and then won at Seattle 33 to 31 so it's not like the defense has been perfect in fact I mean they gave up 13 to the Raiders in the opener they blanked the Cardinals 34 nothing but then they gave up 23 to the Chargers 31 to the Vikes and then 31 at the Seattle Seahawks and you
0: think that the Broncos can put 30 plus on the Rams (laughs) is that what you're saying because I mean what wasn't where was the Ray? where was the defense ranked last week with the the defense they played last week like it was they were they were one of the Worst defenses in the league, and they still couldn't yeah, score. Kansas City,
1: Kansas City's overall team defense was not great coming into that game. Uh, they played pretty well, Bert. I'm not saying I'm not saying that the Broncos can put up 30 points against the Los Angeles Rams. What I'm saying is the Rams are trending in terms of giving up points in the wrong direction. If you do 13-0 23, 31, 31, that's yeah, what I'm saying.
0: But I'm saying if you score if you score 31, is that enough to beat the Rams? Well, they haven't scored less than
1: 33 all
0: season long. <laughs> so probably, probably not. So gotta, I mean, they put up win. 33
1: against the Raiders, 34 against the Cardinals, 35 against the Chargers, 38 against the – let's just put it this way. The Rams are going to get 30. <laughs> and I, barring, some weir- barring some weird happening at mile high, and snow is in the forecast, but barring that, the Rams are going to get 30.
2: I am pretty confident that Brandon McManus can go 10 for 10 <laughs> for your Broncos on Sunday.
0: Do that math, Moshe. How many points is that?
1: That's 30.
0: <laughs> it's I the did.
1: pause there that really sold hey. it, man. It was that little pause. I didn't go to Baylor. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's a Mark Mosher show. Hey, and, Dove. let's just hope he doesn't have to do that, right? Yeah. Let's, just ho- let's just hope that's not the case. All right, it's a Mark Mosher show. K K
0: S E Parker. KKSC FM HD. Field. Your Colorado Avalanche. Your Denver Nuggets. Your Denver Sports Talk on, on FM. FM Altitude Sports Radio 925.